What is up? Homegrown podcast episode number two. I feel like last week I kind of just gave you guys like an update or like a poor man's update on like the takedown and the weekly. I told you guys to look out for like the dark arts podcast. Um, and I kind of just gave you guys like an update on life. You know what I mean? Like life is fucking weird, isn't it? Like you, I had this this bit that I went on about on multiple podcasts. I, you know, I talked about it on my podcast. I talked about it on the weekly, uh, you know, ABLT. I, you know, I was even motherfucking live from New York on the neighbors upstairs, you know, talking about expectations and that I feel like it's better to never have expectations, right? Because when you put an expectation on something, it's never going to fall directly in, in line with your, your plans. And so I think that, um, I think by prefacing this podcast with saying that, that I didn't expect anything to come from this, or I don't expect anything to come from this. I'm just, I love giving you guys content. I love, I love podcasting at the end of the day, you know, it's fun. I lost my love for it for a while and now I'm kind of back in it and, and I've dropped all expectations. I don't have a single fucking expectation for this. Um, so with that being said, I feel like I can give you guys like the purest form of me and my creativity and, and I can talk about whatever the fuck I want. And that is like a, li- a really liberating feeling. Uh, so it's, it, like I said, it's February the 26th, 2022. It's a Saturday. I hope you guys, uh, if you went to work this morning, hope you're finally off work or you're on your way home. I hope you guys woke up drank your coffee or you drank your monster, your Red Bull, you smoked your cigarette, you took your morning shit, and uh, I hope you had a good day. Let's get right the fuck into this episode. Um, I th- suppose that you guys are probably want me to talk about like Russia and the Ukraine. And uh, I seen this fucking thing. A bunch of my friends are posting this shit. Uh, my cousin actually shared this. And, uh, you know, let me just say, my cousin is not... Uh, my cousin is not conservative in the least. She's not, she doesn't side with the Republicans too, too often, but I've noticed this shift and, uh, you know, she's dating this, this dude. He seems like a really nice fella. Um, a couple face tattoos, uh, pretty cool looking fella, I think. Um, but she's dating this guy and, and so let me, let me just say she's, she's awesome. Uh, Brit, if you're listening, love you. Um, but I've noticed via her Facebook posts over the last couple months, they're, they're kind of starting to lean a little more conservative than Democrat. And, you know, last election cycle, uh, you know, I remember it was like, fuck Trump. And, uh, you know, she was a hardcore, I don't want to say a hardcore leftist because I don't want to mislabel her. But she leaned more to the left than the right. And, uh, so this is, this is just, uh, just what I've acknowledged. Um, she seems to be, to be jumping off of the, the democratic party bandwagon that I feel like a lot of younger people are on. And I'm not, I'm not here to trash anybody for their views. I don't, you know, I, before the takedown was very political at times and, you know, the weekly got very political at times. I just hit the fucking table. I'm sorry. I'm not going to edit that out. 
Um, but you know, at times we got really political and I'm not here to, to get political. I don't give a fuck. I mean, I do, I have my own beliefs, but I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, pigeonhole anybody and, and, you know, I don't want to give my views and say, you have to fucking think this way or we, we can't be friends or whatever. Cause I have a lot of friends who lean more to the liberal side and I have a lot of friends that lean to the, the left side. And I have a lot of hardcore Republican friends, um, but yeah, that was just an acknowledgement. I don't know how I really got on that, but she made, she shared this post. She didn't make the post. She, she wrote that she had seen it and, and copied and pasted it. Um, but this sums up the Russian Ukraine situation. And, uh, it says the Russian, the Russia versus Ukraine crisis in simple terms for those that have no idea what is going on. So let me, uh, let me preface this by saying that I am very involved in politics. I think politics is really interesting, and and you know I listen to a lot of like historical podcasts, and um, I watch a lot of like historical documentaries, and I love learning. And um, so I've been very up to date on this Russia Ukraine thing, and uh, you know I I've talked a lot about wanting to go to to the Ukraine, wanting to go to like Chernobyl and and camp out in Chernobyl, and, um, and, uh, you know, so I've just, I've just been keeping up with all this, and so she, she made this post, and it says, the Russia versus Ukraine situation, in simple terms, for those that have no idea what's going on, so if you guys have absolutely no fucking idea what is happening in the world right now, I'm gonna give you, probably, in my opinion, this is probably the best breakdown in simple 21st century terms, you ready? So it says, Ukraine used to be in an abusive relationship with Russia, feeding him, letting him use her car, giving him whatever he wanted, until she built up the confidence to call it quits back in 1991. Since then, Ukraine has been working on herself. She's been becoming a strong, independent woman uh, with the help of friends like France, America, Poland, etc., uh, offering support, loaning money. Uh, helping her find her way, you know. Um, Ukraine has been enjoying the single life for 30 years and looking forward to continuing to grow and create new friendships. Uh, so now, Russia, being the toxic ex-boyfriend that it is, wants her back and doesn't want her meeting new people or creating any new relationships. So, um, you know, if I can't have you, nobody can kind of shit. So this says, a couple weeks ago, Russia started sitting in front of Ukraine's house. And when her friends asked him what he was doing there, he said, oh, nothing. Just getting a little bit of exercise in, that's all. Uh, after her friends told her that Russia was potentially getting ready to do something bad to her, he said, hey, they're lying. They just want you to be scared of me. That's not what it is. You know, kind of had like a little... You know, like a Joe Goldberg versus Peach, uh, you know, um, what was that fucking girl's name that he killed in the first season? Uh, Beck. You know, kind of had that Joe Beck-Peach situation going on. Uh, this is yesterday, Russia broke into Ukraine's house, beating her up and taking advantage of her while on live stream and double dog daring any of her friends to do something about it. And if they do want the smoke, Russia got that thing on him. That is the, you know, like I said, I, I enjoy politics and I, I watch a lot of politics. I keep up with politics. That is probably the best fucking way 
that you can simply break that down to somebody. Um, and, you know, I've been seeing a lot of shit on social media, you know, motherfuckers saying, you know, hey, drop Bryce Mitchell and Sean Strickland over in Russia. You know, they'll sort it out, you know, that kind of stuff. You know, I, I like the memes. I'm here to tell you guys, <clears throat> clear my voice before I, before I say this. I don't think this is going to last. I'd give this maybe a week. Tops. From where we are right now, February 26, 2022, I give this probably another week. And you know, that's not me, uh, that's not me trying to like downplay this whole thing because a lot of innocent people are losing their lives and that's a real shame. But, um, you know, I just can't see it. I can't see this being an ongoing thing, you know. I, you know, I, I, I made this point. Um, last night, I can't, I can't remember who I was talking to, but I was talking to one of my buddies and, and, uh, they were like, you know, I wish Trump was in office. And I said, I, I started thinking about it and I said, you know what, why? And he couldn't give me a reason why. So I said, you know why it would be better if Trump was in office is because Trump is a fucking egomaniac. And, uh, you know, I voted for Trump. I will say that Trump is a fucking egomaniac, but you know who else is an egomaniac? Vladimir Putin, 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 whatever. That'll be a good soundbite if I decide to clip that later. Um, Vladimir Putin is a is a fucking egomaniac as well. And I think had Trump been in office, this is this is truly what I think. And if if you guys disagree with me, um, you know you have my social media links. Fucking let me know your opinion. But I think that they are both such fucking egomaniacs. That there was almost a level of respect. Does that make sense? I think that, uh, you know, for all my fight fans, because, you know, I've got a lot of people who are interested in hearing me talk about fighting and MMA, and I'm about to talk about MMA here in a moment, because uh, there's a main event on tonight. Uh, or they're not called main events, they're called fight nights. There's a fight night on tonight. Or I, guess, I guess it's called UFC Vegas, when they do the free fights at the Apex. But anyway, so, um, <clears throat> you know, there's a fight on tonight, so I'm going to compare this to fighting. And, uh, you know, one person that my name has been tied to a couple times uh, is Jason Miller. And a lot of people know him from Bully Beatdown. You know, he was in uh, that movie, Here Comes the Boom. He was a character named Lucky Patrick. And a lot of people know that I was working with him a couple years ago in um, a couple uh, projects. And, and I'm, not, I'm not here to talk about uh, Mayhem because um, at the end of the day, I do wish him well. And so I hope that... Um, if Jason does hear this, uh, I hope you're doing okay, and I hope you uh, are on the right path. But um, the one thing I will say about Jason Mayhem Miller is he's a fucking egomaniac. And another person that uh, Jason was tied to in his career is Nick Diaz. And, you know, Nick's not so much of an egomaniac. He's just, uh, he's a real motherfucker. You know what I mean? And so there was almost this level of respect. And, you know, Jason tried uh, Nick, you know, Strike Force Nashville. And, uh, you know, they had some beef back and forth. But at the end of the day, they always respected each other. And, uh, you know, had I, I, I think about this from time to time. Had, had Nick been um, a little... I don't know how to put this. I don't know how to put this to make it make sense. 
But I like to think that Putin and Trump had that same relationship where they both knew that each other was fucking crazy. But they respected each other's crazy enough to just not fuck with each other. You know what I'm saying? So I think that uh, I think that's kind of the position that that we were uh, kind of foxholed into is now you know Biden's our fucking president supposedly, um, and you know Cameltoe Harris is fucking VP and I just feel like there's no respect for America, um, from from other countries and that's just a whole different topic but I think that. I think that had Trump been in office, and this might you you guys might call me fucking crazy for this, but I think had Trump been in office, there's that little bit of respect enough that I think they would have they would have maybe talked each other off the ledge. I don't I don't fucking know. I don't know. I'm not a fucking political analyst. I'm a fucking MMA analyst, and uh, I I fucking I skateboard and I fucking cut trees. You know, I'm just a fucking guy at the end of the day. So I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but I just thought that was really fucking cute. The the little fucking Facebook thing there. And yeah, I just wanted to fucking share that with you guys. Fucking UFC. Vegas fucking, I don't know, like 280 or some shit. I don't fucking know. They they have so many of these fucking Apex fights anymore. And that's a, that's a fucking thing that's so weird to me still. Uh, you know, I've been a fan of... of Mixed martial arts. I've been a fan of the UFC for fucking years. You know, the very first episode of this podcast, I kind of gave you guys the rundown on, on my history with MMA. And, and uh, you know, there's one thing that I remember growing up, you had to wait to see fights. And, you know, granted, we had, uh, you know, when I was growing up, we had, uh, we had UFC, we had Pride, we had Strike Force, and then we had WEC. And if you guys remember WEC, WEC is probably my all-time favorite, honestly. Um, <clears throat> you know, WEC was fucking great, but, but we had all these different platforms. Uh, and so there was still a fair amount of waiting for fights. And now it seems like, you know, as a fight fan, if we don't get a fucking fight at least once a week, it's like, we're going fucking crazy. Uh, I remember like the, so not too, too long ago, a couple months ago, you know, leaving Christmas. So it was like the week before Christmas, we didn't have anything. We didn't have any events. Then the week of Christmas. So the week before Christmas, we didn't have shit. Then the week of Christmas, we didn't have nothing. And then it was like, you know, the next week, you know, New Year's Eve, we had the Ryzen, you know, Ryzen always does a phenomenal uh, New Year's Eve card. I really like Ryzen. I'm actually trying to fight for Ryzen. I'm trying to fight in fucking Japan in the Saitama Super Center. Uh, I'm trying to go full Nick Diaz. I want to fucking literally piss so hot after the fight that uh, they realize that I'm high as fuck during my fight. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, Ryzen always does that New Year's Eve card. But, but it's like, that's only three weeks. I remember when we had to go a month in between fights. Sometimes, you know... Um, Sometimes it felt like fucking forever, you know, and now we're so accustomed to just getting another fight every fucking week. And it's so phenomenal. It's, I tell people all the time, um, and you, you guys know I'm writing a book about MMA and, and whatnot. So I've, I've done a lot of research and I like to think of myself as like an MMA historian at the end of the day. Like that's, I think to, to be good at something, you have to be fucking obsessed with it. And so you look at my fucking YouTube it's literally 99% fighting 
The other 1% is like guys cutting trees with a fucking GoPro on their head. That's not an exaggeration whatsoever. I even watched the steel fucking timber Olympics. The timber sports. Uh, you know, motherfuckers seeing how fast they can cut trees and shit. I literally... I don't know if it's... I don't know if it's an OCD thing. I don't know if it's it's like a... I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm on the spectrum a little bit. Who knows? But I get fucking obsessed with things. And so when I was fighting, I realized that if I was going to be good at fighting, I had to know every fucking thing about it. So I deep dove. You know, I got UFC Fight Pass. You know, I signed up uh, for Fight Pass. I got the fucking ESPN app. Uh, you know, I fucking dove deep, bro. And I just started watching everything. I started watching from UFC 1, working my way up. You know, I used to watch a lot of the old prides. The cool thing about Fight Pass is it has a lot of, uh, most of the strike forces and most of the, the WECs on there. So I've just went back and just deep dove and rewatched a lot of shit. You know, I remember watching, um, I remember watching Cowboy Cerrone fight James Krause, WEC. I remember watching that fight with my dad growing up. And I recently watched it again. And it just, uh, it was, it was fucking, it was nostalgic. It was, it was kind of weird. Um, it was kind of weird cause you know, WEC's, you know, still here in some aspect of my, you know, my dad's not, um, I mean, I, yeah, I could have got his ashes and, and sat him beside the bed when I watched it or something. I don't know, but, um, it, it was nostalgic, but anyway, anyway, so I'm just fucking rambling right now. Um, as a fight fan, we're fucking spoiled is what I'm getting at at the, at the end of the day, we're fucking spoiled. We literally, it's not like football season where, you know, half the year we get to watch and then the other half we're just kind of fucking twiddling our dicks and fucking, you know, thumbs up our ass and shit. We literally get fights every fucking week. And for the most part, this is no exaggeration. If you're not an MMA fan, I'm literally telling you, you can pick up fighting any fucking week because nine times out of ten, the main events are fucking great. Not too, too often do they put together one of these little Apex cards that I don't enjoy. And this one's no different. This one's headlined by Islam Makachev, who I think's a fucking clown. I absolutely hate Islam Makachev with a fucking passion, man. I cannot stand that fucking guy. And it's, I would say it's nothing personal, but it fucking is. I, I don't like this guy because he's a fucking, he's backwood, fucking sexist. He's ignorant. That's the best fucking term for it. He's ignorant as fuck. He says women shouldn't fight. He says, uh, you know, women shouldn't fight. He's fucking against gay people, whatever, you know. Um, which, you know, your opinion's your opinion. I'm one of those people, I, you know, I, I say free speech for everybody. I hate this fucking cancel culture bullshit. I hate this fucking cancel culture bullshit. I'll say it again. I hate this fucking cancel culture bullshit bullshit but that dude is just fucking stupid um and maybe you know maybe i'm a little sensitive to it because you know my girlfriend's a fighter and, um you know i have a gay friend or two probably probably got a couple in the closet that aren't fucking aren't fucking sure of you know what they are but um you know so maybe i am a little sensitive to it but fuck that guy but to his credit he's a damn good fighter incredible grappling his striking's getting there and he's fighting this motherfucker in Bobby Green who's a fucking gangster, bro. Bobby Green is a fucking gangster. That dude has some slick motherfucking striking. 
you know, you take this guy, uh, he's an up-and-comer, he's a bad motherfucker, his name's Rafael Fazeev. Incredible striker. You know, trains uh, predominantly, you know, fucking Tiger Muay Thai in fucking Thailand, bro. Russian cat, I mean, he's a bad motherfucker. Um, Which brings me to my next point. Hold on a second, before we go any further. Are we hating on the Russian fighters right now because of the, the shit between Russia and Ukraine? Is that like a is that a thing I should do? I'm not I'm not sure how that works, but uh Fazeev's a bad motherfucker though. Trains a lot at Tiger Muay Thai in Thailand, which uh, if you follow fighting's a bad motherfucking gym. Um Fazeev is one of the best fucking strikers in the lightweight division. And I'm gonna go ahead and just say it, he might be the best striker in the division. And Bobby fucking Green shows up. And shows the fuck out. Wins rounds against Fazeev. In a complete stand-up striking battle. The coolest thing about Bobby Green is he does his fucking shoulder roll. This little fucking Philly, uh, they call it the Philly shell. The little turtle shell. Floyd Mayweather used to do it. Not a lot of people in fucking MMA can get away with it. And uh, Bobby Green gets fucking away with it. And pops people afterwards. It's fucking incredible. But you know the main event tonight. It's fucking Bobby Green and Islam Makachev. That's a fucking incredible fight. Fucking incredible fight. Uh, you know, I was looking at this fucking fight card earlier. There was another couple fights that I liked. Let me bring this motherfucker up. And uh, I'll tell you, I got it right here. Um, where is it at? Terrence fucking McKinney. Terrence McKinney was high out of his fucking mind, overdosed, got fucking tased, slit his own throat. I don't know how much of this I should probably censor to not get demonetized or whatever. Fuck it. This podcast is brought to you by uh, PhoneSub. Go to PhoneSub.com, use the code TAKEDOWN, you get a little fucking tan in bed for your phone to clean that bitch. Anyway, so uh, Terrence McKinney back from the fucking dead, and he records one of the fastest fucking knockouts in UFC history in his fucking debut, bro. He's fighting on this card. Um, yeah, so this is, it's, it's so weird being a fight fan now because we have such, like we have, we have it so good to where week to week to week to week, we get good fucking fight cards. And, and a lot of the people are complaining about them. They're saying we're oversaturating. They're saying that, you know, these guys don't, you know, some of these guys aren't worth watching. At one point, Canelo Alvarez was a fucking O and O fighter. At one point, Canelo Alvarez was an 0-0 boxer making his debut. At one point, Mike Tyson was making his debut. You know, that's that's all I got to say about this shit. At one point, nobody knew who the fuck Conor McGregor was. Nobody knew who Israel Adesanya was. Nobody knew who, who uh, Justin Gaethje was. You know, nobody knew these people until they were put in front of us. And so, when I see a, an up-and-coming fighter... That's just really fucking going out and putting it all on the line. And, and they're not point fighting. You know, they're going for the kill. Kill or be killed type of shit. Um, you know, I respect it. I like watching those guys. I like watching debuts. Because you'll see nine times out of ten a debut fighter in the UFC. You know, they'll probably come into the, the UFC. You know, most younger fighters come into the UFC. You know, let's say 8-0. Or, or they might have, uh, you know, they might have like a, like let's say like 14 fights. You know, let's just say 12-2 and two or or 11 and 3 something like that. You know, they've they've, you know, got more wins and losses and they're making their UFC debut. Those motherfuckers are going for broke, bro. 
They are trying to fucking survive. Do you know how hard it is to be a fucking fighter? A pro fighter. Fighting on the regional circuit. Trying to work up to get that fucking call, bro. It's fucking difficult. It's not... It's not an easy life to live. You gotta think. You're fucking... You gotta train twice a fucking day. How do you pay for training? You gotta think most of these guys are, are staying at the gym multiple times a day or they're they're staying at the gym multiple hours a day, so they're taking on private lessons. So they're they're training people to make money to pay for their training. Then they gotta have a full time job to pay for their fucking house or their apartment or or if they have kids, you know, they gotta support their fucking kids. This is not an easy fucking lifestyle to live, bro. So they come out in their UFC debuts and guess what? They go for fucking broke. Because they have this 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 uh, prize hanging over their head that is called a performance bonus. It used to be knockout of the night or submission of the night, but it's just it's just called performance bonuses because nobody wants to fucking nobody wants to get click clacked in their fucking debut and and you know be on the bad side of the knockout of the night and get that fifty k. You know it makes you feel bad, but it's a performance of the night bonus fifty fucking grand, bro. That can change fucking lives. I know multiple times in my life, you could give me $1,000 and it would change my life. These guys are struggling hard to get by. They've put in all this fucking work. They finally made it to the biggest fight promotion in the world. They're going to go for fucking broke, bro. I love watching it. I love being part of this community. I love being in the fight community. This is, uh, you know, I talked about last week. You know, childhood me would think that, that, now me or current me is fucking cool as shit, I think. Or maybe he wouldn't. Maybe he'd just be like, oh, you fucking suck, piece of shit, whatever. But, uh, you know, I like being in this community, man. It's fucking cool. I really enjoy it. I got this fucking iced coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. It tastes like fucking shit, but I absolutely needed it. I feel like if I tell them, if I just say cream and sugar, they put that granulated bullshit and you're like, fucking, you're eating your fucking coffee. You gotta chew that shit to get it to fucking go down. But then you ask them for liquid sugar. They don't fucking put enough. They just give you like a little fucking, like a little droplet. It's like they got a little tincture back there. They just give you one fucking droplet of the liquid sugar. Like it shit's fucking gold or something. Um, But I'm chewing through it. I gotta fucking, I gotta get this shit down. I'm tired as fuck. I had to get up and work today. Threw my fucking back out yesterday. So I'm hurting like a motherfucker, but... um. My kids at her mom's tonight, so I'm about to take a shower. I'm going to hit the skate park for a little bit. It's Saturday. Normally, I'd be at the gym. Normally, I'd get off work, come home, change clothes, go to the gym. But uh, like I said, I threw my back out yesterday. I'm hurting a little bit. I'm going to hit the foam roller a little bit tonight. I know I got it around here somewhere. I got a massage gun. I'm going to fucking deuce myself up, fucking self-care tonight. Oh, man. You know, how fucking ironic is this that, uh, you know, a couple years ago, gay people couldn't be in the army. You ever think about that? A couple years ago, you get fucking drafted. All you got to do is suck a fucking dick in the fucking, uh, you know, in the recruiter's office. You'd be fucking gone. And now, so they fought to get in the military. You know what I'm saying? How crazy is that? Who the fuck? I support soldiers in the military don't get me wrong but bro if i was in the military right now i'd be a rough fucking time to be enlisted because uh 
Russia's fucking cold, bro. You know, I got used to uh, to Michigan cold. Michigan cold was fucking chilly, bro. But you get, you know, Virginia cold. Virginia's, you know, Virginia cold is, is pretty cold. Fucking Siberia cold, bro. Fuck that. Fuck that, dude. I'd be diddling a couple dicks if uh, if they were doing a draft and that shit was still around because I'm not trying to go to fucking Siberia. Then again, you know, I think if you were to take me back, you know, you were to take me back a couple thousand years and drop me in a fucking Roman Coliseum, I'd fight to the death, bro. I'm, I'm 100%. In any lifetime, you take me and you drop me off, I'm a warrior, I think, at least. Um... But, dude, it is fucking, it's too cold to be fighting a war in Russia. Bring that shit. Let's have a fucking mutual battlefield. You know, if if, uh, if the United States wants to fight with Russia, let's have a mutual battlefield. And let's say, like, like Africa or somewhere. It's nice. You know, the weather's good. And I'd be down. You ship me over, I'd be fucking cool with it. But, uh, that Siberia cold, bro, that shit ain't no fucking joke. Ain't no motherfucking joke. I just wanted to come on and give you guys a little update. Um, you know, for everybody out there that's, that's um, you know, struggling right now with whatever you're going through. You know, I hope this message finds you. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you some shit straight up. Get fucking help. That's all I'm going to say. I know I'm bouncing around on this podcast a lot. I promise I'm not hyped up or, or hype or anything. And I'm, I'm not trying to fucking jump around on topics too, too much. I'm about to end this shit. But get fucking help. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Let me tell you, I have struggled with anxiety and uh, depression for years. As long as I can remember, I've had I've had anxiety and depression. And uh, I'm taking steps to get help right now, and I feel like it's going to make a positive impact in my life. I feel like it's for the better. You know, I feel like as a as men. You know, and, you know, women listening, you know, y'all too. But I just feel like as a man, there's a stigma around mental health. And I feel like it's so toxic, bro. So fucking bad. Get the help that you deserve. You know, they got websites like uh, like BetterHelp. And, and, you know, there's a couple other ones. I don't really know the other ones. I just know BetterHelp because I listen to Steve-O's podcast and... And Theo Vaughn's podcast, and they talk about BetterHelp on there being a sponsor for their show. And, you know, I'll probably look into it. But, um, you know, they've, they've, got, they've got websites where you don't even have to leave your house. You can do your counseling from your couch, bro. Via Zoom or, or fucking FaceTime or Skype or whatever. They can get you on some medication. You know, I was really against medication until I started taking uh, lorazepam. And lorazepam actually, it evened me out for a little bit, and I really enjoyed it. And I went off of it, and, you know, I started smoking weed, and, and now I'm to the point where, um, and, you know, weed evened me out. But I'm to the point now where I, I just, sometimes you just need somebody to talk to with unbiased ears, you know, with, with no, um, they have no connection to your storyline, to your plot, to anything. And, you know, sometimes that just feels good to talk to those people. So, you know, if you're going through something, I'm just encouraging you to go get help because, uh, you know, I'll admit I'm doing it, you know. I'm signing up for counseling uh, Monday, actually. Monday will be my first, but um, 
So just get the help you, you need. Get the help you deserve. Take care of yourself. Uh, they got this shit called Athletic Greens I'm thinking about buying to, to help get all the nutrients. I'm tired of taking fucking vitamins, bro. My vitamins are fucking huge. I take, like, these fucking horse pills. So I'm about to get on some shit that I can do, like, a little drink in the morning, get my, my vitamins and shit. You know, it's 2022. You know, we might be going to war soon. We got to fucking take care of ourselves. You know, hopefully they listen to me. Hopefully, uh... Putin and fucking uh, uh, fucking Sleepy Joe listen to me and, and, you know, the mutual battleground is like, you know, fucking Africa or Spain or somewhere warm, you know, and, and you know, we got to tune ourselves up before we go. So I just, you know, like I said, it's Saturday. There's a fight tonight. I got to get my shit right and get ready. Uh, I'm going to go to the skate park and, and kind of, you know, bebop and, and hip hop around a little bit and, and uh you know, just have some fun. I'm going to film some com- content, some content. I'm going to film some content and uh, and have it on the YouTube, uh, which, by the way, is in the fucking link tree. Go hit up my YouTube. I'm making vlogs and shit. I don't know how interesting they're going to be. Um, but, uh, yeah, take care of yourself, guys. It's Saturday. I'll see you guys next week. I hope that this message finds you fucking well. I hope I didn't drive you off with all the political bullshit at the beginning. And if I did, then hey, you know, my bad. But all right. Yep. Adios.